Good morning, good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon, and I'm AWOD here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now, at 105.1 FM, coming to you live from Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. It is day three of the Bud Light Big Game Week 5 live shows from Radio Row. And uh, last night was a show. So day one, opening ceremonies. I didn't think it could get any better, right? Incredible conversation with Steve Spagnola. If you missed that, rewind on the Odyssey app explaining how the Chiefs will prepare to go against a high-powered 49ers offense. We met Burt Kreischer, who's here today. He's on Kay Adamshaw. Just walked past Rob Gronkowski. I mean, it is awesome in here today. But opening ceremonies, we met the Blue Man crew. I didn't think it could get any better. Day two, up the ante. The media party was unbelievable. Open bar. Over 100 food options. All the biggest names in sports media, Michael Phillips and myself, had a fantastic time. So we'll be recapping that throughout the show today. We've got a lot to get to here on 910 The Fan. A few special guests will stop by. We'll go around the sports world, talk some local sports in Richmond, Virginia. Bill Roth at 1.30 for the Cowan Gates Hokies update. But, man, this trip just keeps getting better and better. Today the stars are out. I've walked past Cam Newton Jay Glazer, Kay Adams is doing her show here. Pat McAfee's in the building. NFL Network's live. CBS Sports, Sirius XM. It's like all the biggest shows in sports media are here today. That's why I am suited and booted, ready for Radio Row. Michael promised me things would heat up on Wednesday. I can confirm things are heating up today at Radio Row. From Mandalay Bay in Vegas, you're listening to AWOD Radio. So the commanders were in the news a lot yesterday. We heard... Eric Bieniemy spoke to the Chiefs' offense before the AFC title game. Let, let's just focus in on, on that for a second. There's a lot of commander stories going around. But Eric Bieniemy, while still under contract with Washington, was invited by Andy Reid to speak with the Kansas City Chiefs' offense ahead of their big game against the Baltimore Ravens. Reid was quoted yesterday saying he thinks that Bieniemy has a real future as a coach in this league. I think that was Andy Reid kind of sticking up for his guys, saying, look, it didn't work out in Washington this year, but he came over, he spoke to us, we won the AFC title game, he's going to get another job in the NFL and hopefully will eventually push towards being a head coach in this league. We had Matt Ryan on Radio Row yesterday being interviewed. Of course, he's working with the NFL broadcast for the big game, and he spoke about Dan Quinn. The two of them were together in Atlanta and, of course, had a ton of success. Dan Quinn running the defense, Kyle Shanahan running the offense with Matt Ryan, and they made it all the way to the Super Bowl and held a 28-3 lead on the New England Patriots. And uh, that is just awesome to have Matt speaking out about Dan Quinn and the excellence that he can bring as a head coach uh, with your NFL organization. We'll play some of that clips later today on the Richmond Commander. Phone lines are always open, 833-804-0910. But... The big commander story I wanted to get to here in the opening segment was us hearing more and more about the possibility of Washington trading up to number one for Caleb Williams, who we all know worked with Cliff Kingsbury last season at USC. Kingsbury is now the offense coordinator of the Washington Commanders, and that's where the rumors begin, right? The fact that Kingsbury and Caleb worked together last year, and so I will once again make my case for the commanders to do everything and anything to draft Caleb Williams. Look, this is a 
quarterback-driven league. You have Patrick Mahomes against Brock Purdy. The San Francisco 49ers swung for the fences at the quarterback position and missed, and then somehow got some guy in the seventh round that's led them to the NFC title game two seasons in a row, and now this year into the Super Bowl. But you have to swing. That's the point of this, right? You have to swing for the fences. 49ers swung and missed, but it didn't affect them, right? They're gonna, they took a, a swing. The Kansas City Chiefs took swings. You know, you look at the Carolina Panthers this season. They took a swing on Bryce Young, drafted him number one overall. A swing and a miss there. But look what the Houston Texans did with that number two pick. A swing and a home run with C.J. Stroud. This is a quarterback-driven league. You have to keep attempting to get your franchise quarterback. You can build on the defensive side of the ball, and that's great. But eventually, you're going to need your quarterback. That's really why. So I like the Dan Quinn hire because he can focus on the defense. All right, even though he's not going to be calling the plays there, he's going to lead this team. He's got good defensive schemes. He's going to work with Joe Witt, and I believe they'll coach up this defense to be much improved from last season when, when they were 32nd in the league. And then offensively, that's what you bring in Cliff for. The young, you know, hot name was a former head coach. Looked like he was going to get another opportunity in the league as an offense coordinator with the Raiders. Then we heard rumors Magic Johnson stepped in and, and convinced Cliff to come to Washington. And look, this is one of the reasons why I was fired up for Magic being part of the team with Josh Harris and Mitchell Rails uh, and ownership because of his connections, because of his ability to convince people. He did that so often in L.A., both with the Dodgers and the Lakers, of convincing free agents to come to town. So, Caleb Williams, I just think this guy is a future star. I believe this guy is the can't-miss quarterback of this draft class. I believe it's a risk drafting Drake May. I believe it's a bigger risk drafting Jaden Daniels. Maybe Jaden Daniels has more upside than Drake May. I don't think it's that big of a risk going for Caleb Williams. Like, I think his floor is a quarterback that's going to be in this league for 15 years. Right, So that's why I'm all in on him. I view Caleb Williams as a future star. I've said several times I'm putting my NFL quarterback evaluation status on the line. If he is not a pro bowler within five years, you're not going to hear me talk about quarterbacks anymore. That's how confident I am that Caleb Williams will come in and make a name for himself in the National Football League. The Heisman Trophy winner. And just an ultimate athlete. Right, The way he can throw on the run, can throw accurate, can throw deep, right, strong arm, and really... I think he's one of the best off-script college quarterbacks we've seen in years, right? So many plays. Less this season. I think this season he was trying to do too much at USC. Last year, though, when he was the Heisman Trophy winner, we saw this guy do so many off-script plays, you know, scrambling around the backfield, keeping his eyes downfield, thrown on the run, sidearm, thrown across his body, accurate and on target. And that's what I love, drawing a lot of Patrick Mahomes' comparisons. And you got to love that, right? Anytime you're hearing, oh, this quarterback is similar to a Patrick Mahomes, the way Patrick Mahomes has taken over this league, I love that. Now, Dan Quinn has got to focus on the defense, give Kiff Kingsbury a young start of shape. And with his track record, you got to love the chances of Caleb turning into a star. Johnny Manziel, Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, and then, of course, Kyler Murray. ESPN NFL analyst Lance Reddick told... 106.7, the fan, the Team 980s, Craig Hoffman and Linnell Willingham's, they said, quote, so if you're sitting there and you're Washington and you have Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb Williams is from the area and has a great relationship with Cliff already and is putting his Instagram, my dog, quote, I mean, come on. That's speaking of Caleb's, quote, 
about Cliff Kingsbury being hired in Washington. He says, don't overthink some things here. The right conclusion for Washington is do what you got to do to get this guy on your football team. That's Lance Reddick. I, I just, I, I totally agree, right? This is one of those things where you have the opportunity to get a guy that is a franchise changer. Riddick would go on to suggest the commanders should move heaven and earth to trade up with Chicago in the 2024 NFL draft from number two to number one to just select the quarterback out of USC, Caleb Williamson. I feel the same way, right? And so that's why I love an NFL insider kind of agreeing with me here. This is an opportunity that Washington may not have again, right? You don't know that there's going to be another guy that's a sure hit coming out in the next few years. This is where you have to swing. You have to take advantage of the fact that you have the number two overall pick. And look, there's been other reports that maybe Chicago will take him. I personally think Chicago wants to give Justin Fields another opportunity to be their franchise quarterback. There were some bright spots, some good moments this season, and it felt like he was starting to develop a little bit. We know how talented he can be as a runner. He needs to put it together as a passer, similar to the way Jalen Hurts improved throughout his first two, three years in Philadelphia. Now he's an ultimate quarterback that is a dual threat run and throw weapon. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Walt Chiz is a Dallas Cowboys reporter, does the pre- and the post-game show. He'll talk Dan Quinn. will break down the NFC East at 12.30. Got to talk about the blackjack story from last night and my big VCU bet parlaying VCU and Dayton Moneyline, taking advantage of the fact that I'm here in Vegas, and when you're back in Virginia, you can't bet on the Rams. We will take a listen to Matt Ryan talking about Dan Quinn. We'll go around the NFL on NFL Hits at 1.15, and then Bill Roth for the Cowan Gates Hokies Update at 1.30. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to the Bud Light Big Game Week, five shows live from Vegas here on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, Richmond's home for the Washington Commanders. Broadcasting live, though, from Las Vegas Radio Row here for the Bud Light Big Game Week. Five live shows here. And, uh, I mean, celebrities walking by. We just passed Dan Marino, Michael. This is unbelievable. Here's what I learned. The the bookers have a term uh, for, for all this that the, the bookers have a term for everything that goes on here. Okay. Um, they, they, they name guys by day. So you'd be like, oh, you know, it, he's a Thursday guy. He's, yeah. a, he's a Wednesday guy. He's a fr- So your biggest stars are going to be here on Friday, right? Yeah. So they say, like, you know, if you've got a, you know, hey, so-and-so's available Friday, oh, that, that's a Wednesday guy. Like, I'd have him <laughs> on my show on Wednesday, but I'm not settling for him on Friday because there's too many stars here. Dan Marino's not a Wednesday guy. No. Um, so – there's the, the feeding frenzy is here. Like every booker from around the nation it, it saw Dan Marino and is talking to the assistant right now. Like Dan Marino will be one of the biggest gets of the day. Hi. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I feel He's like, not a Wednesday guy. No, I feel like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reliving my time as with the junkies as a producer. Like this, my producer headlights are on right yeah. now. You run around, you're grabbing these people. Oh yeah, come on, nine ten the fan. You got to do fifteen minutes with us. We love you. Yes. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. No, you know, we're number one show. We're drive time. It's DC baby, top ten market. Yeah. You're selling it. You know, we're Richmond, Virginia. We love we're you, Richmond. Richmond. You know what someone number said two yesterday? NFL market. Somebody said to me yesterday, they go, "Are you the rich men north of Richmond?" <laughs> 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 I was like, "Uh oh, we're doing that bit again." Uh, that that was a thing for a, for a second. 
second there, oh, yeah. but uh, it's uh, it's not a. Uh, I'm not rich, nor am I of that. Uh, you know, uh, of that country style. So uh, I'll I'll sit that one out entirely. So Michael, I've been enjoying our conversations and our arguments about Dan Quinn versus. Ben Johnson, about yeah, Cliff Kingsbury versus whoever, you know, commanders could have hired as the offense coordinator. I do think it's one of those situations here, though, where people don't want to hear us argue about the commanders anymore. They want to hear about the bits from last night. Dude, uh, every night at the Super Bowl has been better than the night before it. Yes. Uh, I'll say that. Like, I, I think that's a fair assessment of how the Super Bowl has gone. And last night was better than the nights before it. You know, I think that the Royal Flush drank yesterday – we, we said it's not, like, very strong. It started to hit me when we sat down at the blackjack table with Grant Pulse. Sure. So they had a number. that They brought us over the F1 paddock where the uh, the Formula One cars are. Yep. And they had, they had like, um, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Ford versus uh, Ferrari. Uh, I'm sure Stubb has. They had the Shelby car from that movie on display. Right. Like, that was the opening act. And then it just got better and crazier from oh, there. Yeah. They had performances from Vegas groups, all that. The, the open bar was all of the drinks were full-size 12-ounce drinks built around shots, which is not how I'm used to Like, if I get a margarita, I'm used to it being about three, four ounces, mm-hmm. you know, tequila and a mixer, and I'm sipping on it. You know, whiskey and old-fashioned is, is a very, you know, small drink. So it was a lot of filler, right? I, I had the margarita. It was a shot of tequila and then a lot of, like, you know, club sodas and, you know, seltzer waters and, and filler. Yeah. And so I'm – I'm not perceiving it as I'm drinking it. I'm just saying, you know, this is this is a seltzer water. This is this is a Lacroix, Lacroix, whatever. Yeah. Um, but there were shots in there. It turns out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, it, and it was good. And there was good food. Yeah. It was a good environment. You talked about the Elvis impersonator. I also liked how they bought into the Vegas theme and they were doing blackjack, craps, roulette for free. Right. You could do whatever you wanted. I'm just waiting, hating my guy. Jo- Joe, um, he was with the Commanders forever. And, uh, Let's go. He's with the Gaming Association. I hope they have a big week. I'm pulling for him this week. I, th- <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think they might do all right this week here in Vegas. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, the, the Vegas theme was great. And, and um, I taught a bunch of people how to play craps. That I was liked like, that. That was like a weird side story you of know the night. Professor Phillips came out yesterday because you were also teaching people how to play blackjack. Um. <laughs> that was at a money table, though. Yeah. The, the craps table was—it was a fun casino night bit. Yeah. Like they had all the Vegas things: the shows, the the food, the cars, the scene, and they had a little, you know, fake casino where you could play casino. And the game you want to play in a fake casino is always craps because it's complicated. No money's on the line. Yeah. The table wins and loses together. Has a good time. Our guy Mark Davis was there uh, from Norfolk uh, Channel 3. They've got the game this weekend. And so I'm teaching people how to play craps. We're having fun. We're at the blackjack table later. Money was on the line. Yeah. That's a different situation. I don't need to be teaching you when money's on the line. That's a good point. But, yeah, no, ton of fun at the media party. So many celebrities there. Uh, then over to the blackjack table last night meeting up with Grant Polson. Are we going to overlook that we we hung out with Sherry Burgess and uh, Olivia Harlan Decker for a while? It was pretty cool. That was good company. Yeah. Um, like I just got to shout them out. You know, Sherry Burgess is my girl. I, Kev, uh, Kevin Harlan is my. I hate to do this because like she is legit famous on her own. She doesn't need that tag. But Kevin Harlan is my guy because he was like. Not a mentor, but a, an advisor at the University of Kansas. To I me. love that. Yeah, um, yeah. He he would come by and talk to the Jayhawk journalists every well, he's year. He's gonna come by and talk to me on Friday. You could play him your tape, and he'd give you a little feedback on your tape. So I've got a soft spot for him. Uh, it's his daughter. She she was fantastic in her own right. Um, Sherry Burgess, of course, is my girl. You know, uh, 
tons of fun stories, uh, good times, good good fellowship. Oh yeah, I mean uh, it, our, just, it was awesome. Our friend Pam Chvotkin was there. She I didn't know that. She didn't arrive until after we left. Um, I guess she was doing CBS stuff. Uh, but we're, we're going to hook up with her at some point, too. Of course. Yeah. I'm, I'm the biggest Rich Shotkin uh, fan. I actually shadowed him when I was win, in college. Please win. Please yeah. win. Yeah. Um, the best. Her, Pam's boyfriend, um, is like uh, a liquor distributor um, who provides. Good person to know. Yeah. He does one of the breweries in Richmond. I want to say it's Table Brewing. Okay. Um, like serves one of them. Uh, so, so he'll be here, too. So we'll, we'll get to make a lot of friends. That's awesome. So we're broadcasting live from Radio Row here in Vegas for the Bud Light Big Game Week. I've got Walt Chiz coming up next. So he was out at the opening ceremony with us, and he was wearing his Dallas Cowboys shirt. He walked by, and 49ers fans started to boo him, and it got so loud that – his his network reposted it. It's over half a million views right now with people just laughing at the 49ers fans giving it to a Cowboys, a random Cowboys reporter. You know, it's not like it was Dak Prescott that came out. Then that would make sense. Just a guy wearing a Cowboys shirt. It's just wild. That's insane to me. Yeah. Uh, you can go viral for anything here, but, uh, but the, I mean, you attach the Cowboys name to anything and everything just goes bananas. Like, yeah. everybody, oh, yeah, Cowboys. Um Chase Young was talking about that yesterday. Um, his grandpa is a big Cowboys fan. Like that's just all Thanksgiving was was people people you know bickering at each With other. With the interviews that we've seen, have you changed your mind about who you're picking for the big game? Um, I. I started the week with I think the Niners will punch the Chiefs defense in the mouth in a way they have not been punched in the mouth this year. Okay. Um, I have I have had in the back of my mind the whole time that the the. Uh, it's Patrick Mahomes, and he's getting points. Like, how can you not take Patrick Mahomes plus points? That would be insanity to not do that. But then we talk, we've had these Vegas experts on. They say the public money's on the Chiefs, the, smart, the sharp money's on the Niners. I want to be sharp money. I'm not sharp money, by the way. I walk into the casino. They don't say, here comes sharp money. Let's restrict <laughs> this guy. I want to play with the sharp money, though. I think Niners is going to be my call. Now, in the Odyssey contest, I have gone on record. Uh, it's me and JC. We're tied for the lead, my yeah. producer, um, which – he can pick whichever team he wants. I'll take the other team. I don't want to tie, though. I want to have a winner <laughs> in that contest. So I said I'll give you either team because I do I do think this could go either way. Yeah. I'm just not picking the same team as To you. win the $25 gift certificate to River City Roll. Don't exactly. call River City Roll just a bowling alley. Much more than that. Richmond's top entertainment scene in Scott's edition. I, I haven't changed my mind at all either. I'm I'm on the Chiefs. I'm all on the Chiefs. I just don't know how you can bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid in a big game like this. Plus, they're playing really well, right? And after my conversation with Steve Spagnola, I'm pretty confident that he's not going to be able to shut down the Niners, but he's going to be able to limit Christian McCaffrey, George Kiddo, Debo Samuel. I'm sticking with my pick here. Kansas City Chiefs will be your Super Bowl champions. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Phone lines are open, 833-804-0910. The Bud Light Big Game Week, live from Vegas on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, available on the go. With the free Odyssey app every day, you can rewind to hear me Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m., but we are broadcasting live from Vegas, the Bud Light 
big game week. And joining me right now from the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hot Seat, very special guest, Walt Chiz, reporter and pregame and halftime for the Dallas Cowboys. What's going on, Walt? Hey, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing good, man. I, I, I saw you here. I saw the, the Cowboys uh, shirt, and I said, man, I've got to ask you about Dan Quinn. So let's start I, right there, man. I tell you what, I'm the only person I look around here. I'm the only person bold enough to wear a Cowboys polo yeah, uh, yeah. at this type of event as it got me in trouble uh, Monday night over at uh, – <laughs> The uh, opening night uh, where they had the teams come out, and uh, I had my polo on, and we've got five five hundred k. Five went viral. The uh, cow, I'm sorry, the Forty Nine er fans decided to chant "Cowboys suck at me." Yep. As I was walking by, and that's been uh, pretty viral here, uh, here at Radio Row. Stop. Do we have that clip? Can we can we hear it just <laughs> so the audience can understand what Walt went through here for the opening ceremonies? I was disrespected by the Niners game. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's loud. I didn't think it was going to be that loud. <laughs> and you're just kind of sitting there smiling and taking it. You hear that at the end? I told them they should all be ashamed of themselves for what they're doing right now. <laughs> Basically, you know, it, I, uh, the Dallas Cowboys are America's team. <laughs> oh, so come if on. You Cowboys suck, that means you hate America. We, everybody <laughs> loves America. <laughs> so, did you grow up a Cowboys fan? I'm born and raised in Dallas. Okay. Born and raised in the D. I don't know any other way to be, man. Born and raised there. Well, I'm born and raised in the DMV. All okay. Right? So all, all I've been taught was to hate the Dallas Cowboys oh, my entire gotta life. That. We got to change that. <laughs> now, um, side note, I actually got my uh, start over uh, with your brother or sister company, The Fan in Dallas. Oh, One okay. One of my good friends uh, actually got me started in broadcasting uh, Gavin Dawson yeah. over on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Yeah, we love those guys. Yeah. Yeah, they put on a great show. So so Dan Quinn, look, give, us, give us your take oh, on him. This season, all right. Just forget that game against the Packers because I, I know that's probably on your mind. But look, this was this was a team that had unbelievable talent with Micah Parsons getting after the quarterback and, and Deron Bland, the interceptions leader. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this. You know, um, you know you, they'll probably screw up my social media. Um, Dan Quinn's a nice guy. He's a great guy. I think he's great for uh, Washington. But honestly, I'm not sad to see him go. Really? No, I'm not. Uh, I just think the time was up. I think it's time for. Uh, a new change, a new a new look of scenery on the defensive side. Because, you see, we've been through this thing, what, two or three times uh, in a row where our defense didn't look good in the playoff situation. And Michael Parsons kind of said something that kind of had me realize that it's time to move on from Dan Quinn in Dallas. Uh, he said we were out-schemed mm. by the uh, Green Bay Packers. And that kind of stuck with me. And I said, well, if we get out-schemed by the Green Bay Packers, it's time to move on. I will say I did like the schemes they ran, and, and Jordan Love had a heck of a game. But in my mind, Dak Prescott lost you the game oh, with come the two on, interceptions. Come on, you, got, you can't come start on. the game with interception, punt, interception for a touchdown, and punt. By that time, you were down, what, 21 nothing. Do you not understand that the defense didn't stop the Green Bay Packers at all? They scored on pretty much every drive. Well, yeah, but they were constantly thrown onto the field, didn't get a chance to rest because Dak was throwing pick after pick. Well, he only threw two. One. In the first half. Okay. But at the same time, the defense has to do their job, too, and stop somebody. Okay. okay. They stopped them none. So the Cowboys as a whole team lost that game. I'm cool with that. No, the defense <laughs> lost that game. Okay. If there's a pie, he get, uh, the defense gets about 70. Uh-huh. Uh, Dak's going to get about, uh, what, 10, 10, and um, Mike McCarthy coaching, they'll get, the other, they'll get the other rest of the pie. So are you a big fan of Dak Prescott? I am a uh, Dak Prescott. I am a Dak Prescott guy. Um He's my quarterback. Yeah, you know, uh, I ride. I ride with him. There are there are some things that I feel personally that with the Cowboys, I feel like if the Cowboys aren't going to provide him with the tools. 
that he needs to succeed, then we need to move on from him. They didn't give him enough wide receiver help. They that's don't. my they argument. That's, that's, they never replaced Amari Cooper. Exactly. That's been my point. Yeah. And you never – my thing was when we got rid of Ezekiel Elliott, I said that um, if if we're going to uh, get rid of Zeke, I don't have a problem with that, but replace him. Yeah. And they gave us Tony Pollard, who's around here somewhere. We're going to be talking to Tony Pollard uh, let down there later on today. Very cool. So I'm, gonna, I'm very interested in that. I, I felt the same way. I was like, man, Pollard is a great scat back, but I don't know if he can be your every down back for a team that wants to contend – for a Super Bowl. Walt Chiz with us here broadcasting live from Radio Row. Bud Light big game week. Let's run around the NFC East real quick, all right? I always talk about on my show, craziest division in sports because for the last 20 years, you have not had a back-to-back champion That's since crazy, 03 right? with it's McNabb. Never back-to-back. So congratulations, you're not going to win it next year, Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, guess what? We're going to share the mode because we're going to win it next year. You okay. can't rely on these Eagles. <laughs> I mean, God, what do they got going on? All right, so give us your prediction for next year. Like, who takes a step forward, who takes a step back in the NFC East. What do you mean? What do you mean? There's only one team. Oh, come on now. There's only one team. Listen, I know you want me to come on here and puff up these Washington Commanders. They got Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn. In. <laughs> Can't do it. You see the star right here on my yeah. chest? It's right over my heart <laughs> where it belongs. Listen, listen, I, we don't want to muck this thing up or anything like that. Dallas Cowboys, we just, I, we're going in a different direction, I understand. But you hear with Jerry, my guy Jerry, I'm a big time Jerry Jones guy. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, uh, me and Jerry, we're one and the same. We think just alike. <laughs> That's why. That's why I love my guy Jerry. He takes, he takes me every time. But my guy Jerry said he's going to go all in, and he yeah. has to go all in because, I mean, you were on Mike McCarthy's last year. You're, you got to figure out what you want to do with Dak. You got a lot of stuff you got to figure out. So this is the best time to go all in. I understand that, and I, I did like I did like the comments going all in. And that kind of like I think put the fan base at ease after the end of this disappointing season there for the Cowboys losing to, to the Green Bay Packers. The Philadelphia Eagles they had this situation where they get to the Super Bowl and then they lose both their coordinators, and that was the issue this season. Right, that kind of took a little step back too. Yeah, yeah, I'm still a big Jalen Hurts fan. Are you? I don't think he was that healthy at the end of this season. I, I, I still think he's got a shoulder injury. Yeah, just the way he was throwing the football. I still think he's got some. He's got some type of upper body injury. What about New York Giants? Do you think they take a step forward? I mean, they're they're screwed with that quarterback position now. They are, and I don't know what they want to do with the running back position either. With uh, Saqu- one minute they want Saquon, the next they don't. Yeah, they got to fi- They got a lot to figure out. All right, I'm, I'm going to scare you here. All right, here's this. 2024 season, Washington Commanders, Caleb Williams, Rookie of the Year, Terry McLaurin, over 1,500 yards receiving, beating up on the Cowboys twice. Mike McCarthy gets fired in the middle of the season. Commanders win the division. Listen, is there are there punked? Am I, I'm on MTV <laughs> punked right now. Are there cameras getting ready to fall from the sky or something? Yeah. Is Ashton Kutcher about to come run out here or something? What? You can't be serious. What would you take as the over-under on the Commanders record for next I'll season? I'll tell you this about the Commanders. I'll tell you this, Commander. Your upside is good. Your upside is good. Um, I thought there were times I thought that Sam Howe could win you some games and get you to go, could get you to go just a little bit, a little bit further. Yeah, that's that's my honest opinion. I thought that about Sam Howe. I think the issue with Sam Howell was he could not compete in a league where you're always down by 20 points because the defense was 32nd in the NFL, giving up more points than any team. And and, and so, you know, it's it's similar to the situation you were just talking about with with Dak there in that playoff game. 
How can Dak have success when the defense didn't get stops? That's what Washington was dealing with, and the amount of explosive plays that they gave up. That's why, pers I love the Dan Quinn hire. I know there's this thing in the league where everyone wants a big offensive mind. That's why a lot of people wanted Ben Johnson. But I, I believe Dan Quinn should be able to improve the defense quickly here in Washington from 32nd, maybe even into top 15. Well, uh, I know you guys you guys let go of Riverboat Run. I think uh, I don't know if they did. I can't recall. If they did do it, or they're going to, but we're supposed they, the Cowboys were having him in. To, I know uh, to audition for the uh, defense coordinator, defense coordinator role. role, and I would love that for you, and, please. Oh, you would love that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure you would love that, yeah. right? But I think we had Mike Zimmer yesterday, and I heard that went pretty good. Yeah, I, I do love how the Dan Quinn hire everyone's saying weakens your division here with the Dallas Cowboys. You guys have to find a way to replace the defense coordinator. I get it. You're saying it's time to move on from him. But the, a lot of the big defensive coordinator candidates have already been hired. I, I think Mike Vrabel would be the perfect guy for you. I don't know if you can convince him to take a step back and not be a head well, I coach. I keep hearing that everybody keeps saying he's too big of a presence to bring on their team. I was reading something that, uh, it was either last night or this morning. They were saying something about he's just too much of a big presence to, to bring in or deal with or something like that. Yeah. So, um, But you like Zimmer? Not really, but, you know. And then I just seen this morning a Rex Ryan interview for yeah, the job. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, that's what I'm talking about like here. We, like we got Dan back. Quinn at the time in the cycle where you guys could be screwed replacing him here. We're not. Listen. You're interviewing Ron Rivera. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Excuse me, sir. Walt. <laughs> now that he's not with you guys, his name is back to Riverboat Run. Yeah, okay. okay. Riverboat okay. Run is back. Yeah, we made a bet on our show. You met Michael Phillips. He, he's the um, 10 to noon host here on 910 The Fan. Over the five games of the season after Jack Del Rio was fired, I was convinced the defense was going to get worse. We were 31st in the NFL at that point. Michael said, I'll take the field. There's no way we can get worse than 31st. Well, they did. When right. Ron took over the defense, the defense actually got worse, gave up more explosive plays, gave up more points per game. Please hire Ron Rivera. I will get on my hands and knees and beg on, you man. all to hire Ron Rivera. You know, <laughs> we might take – listen, just because he didn't work – that's another thing too. Just because Dan Quinn didn't work for us, he might work for Washington. Yeah. You know, he's the head coach. I mean – just because he blew a Super Bowl in, in Atlanta doesn't mean he's going to blow a Super Bowl. <laughs> Come on, Kyle Shanahan blew that Super Bowl. He didn't want to run the ball. Yeah, okay, he, well. he might blow another one uh, this weekend. Let, let's get to that. Who do you got in the big game? Well, given the incident that happened Monday night, I can't root for the 49ers. I think the 49ers <laughs> have lost their mind. Yep. And, I, and for the 49ers' sake, they better win because if not, you will hear from me, 49ers game. <laughs> Uh, about your actions, and I will be making a video personally directed towards you if they do, if you do not defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. I love that. That's Walt Chiz. Follow him on social media, Walt Chiz, C-H-I-Z-Z. -Z. Thanks so much for stopping by, man. Yeah, also check us out on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram under BFBDFW. Awesome. That's where you will see the live broadcast of our uh, pre-halftime and post-game show for the Dallas Cowboys and the Dallas Mavericks. I love that. Yep. So, uh, but thank you for having me on, man. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. I love this right here. Good luck this season. Five wins sounds well, good. Five wins? Yeah, five We've wins been sounds good. Five, two years in a row. <laughs> I know. Now we're going to flip it. <laughs> 12 losses. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM for the Bud Light Big game week five live shows here from Las Vegas here Radio Row at the Mandalay Bay. And I do want to get into the activities last night. I mean, ton of fun at the media party. Uh, even more fun playing blackjack with Michael Phillips and Grant Polson. Then I want to get to my big bet. All right. So, of course, in Virginia, 
I use FanDuel. Sign up today. Promo code AWOD. But you cannot bet on Virginia College basketball, right? You can't bet UVA. You can't bet Virginia Tech. You can't bet the Spiders. I don't know why you would, but you can't bet them. But you can't bet the VC Rams either. So I wanted to take advantage of that. So went over to the Mandalay Bay uh, Sportsbook and Casino. Saw my buddies from BetMGM Tonight, Nick Ashu, who we've had on the show before, doing his live show. And I placed a wager, took a crisp $100 bill out of my pocket and put it on VCU Moneyline against Fordham and Dayton St. Joe's Dayton Moneyline. $100 to win $165 and collect $265.70. I have not had luck on the blackjack table, but this winning ticket here, you hear this ticket? This winning ticket is going to get me back to the craps table later today. I've taken a few losses, but that was a big win. Rams played well against the Fordham Rams. Really in the second half, we were able to break away thanks to Max Scholga. And then Dayton. Dayton was down early, and I'm texting all my friends. I think Dayton just cost me this parlay. They come storming back and win by double digits thanks to a huge game from Duran Holmes. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open. 833-804-0910. Uh, let's go to line one. Stub, who do we have on line one here? We got Aria from L.A. Oh, okay. What's going on, buddy? You're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, AWOD. Um, I just want to talk to you about Clayton Kershaw, and I personally think he's the best pitcher ever. Uh, the Dodgers just agreed to a one-year deal with him. He's still injured. What do you think? Lost bones, or he's going to come back better than ever? Look, I, I'm actually a Kershaw guy. <laughs> I think this is great. Uh, I, I, I get it. You know, it's one of those situations there where it, it's kind of fluid. You, you want to find out what his health is going to be for next season. But I, I think it's, I think it's a great move. Now, look, um, it, it is interesting how he, he just doesn't seem to be able to put it together in the postseason. But regular season, he's a dog. Uh, definitely like that move for the Dodgers. Now, are you calling in from L.A.? I'm calling in from L.A., long-time listener, second-time caller. I love that. I love that, man. So give us your, talk, your, your take here on the 49ers. Are they going to be able to win the big game for the entire state of California there? Well, they only represent – San Francisco, and barely even at that. They're based in San Jose. As someone from L.A., I think all <laughs> Bay Area-based teams are terrible. But on the other hand, I really do not want Taylor Swift to have a ring. So I think I'm on Team 49ers. I want them to win. That's a, that's a good bet right there. Is Taylor Swift going to get a ring if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? <laughs> that's a good one there. Oh, man. I appreciate oh, you chiming in, man. Cowboy Thanks a lot, game. and uh, keep listening. Yep. Always on the Odyssey app. It's 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. Bud Light Big Game Week, five live shows here from Las Vegas. Tonight, day three. Stub, day three is Sphere Night. Sphere Night. I'm so excited oh, for this. <laughs> I was on the fence at first, right? I was I was on the fence at first because U2 is not my favorite band. I mean, everybody knows the bit where they – somehow hacked Apple and they got oh, yeah. their album downloaded to everybody's phone in America. I still listen to that album when I don't have Wi-Fi because it's already on your phone. 
but the sphere, man. We've just heard so many cool things about it. I'm looking forward to uh, going over there tonight. From the media day, uh, media night party last night, you could see the sphere from the top of, of the paddock, which was unbelievable stuff. Like, I wish you were there. Four floors. Each one was about three blocks long. Like, you could Ooh. walk the entire <laughs> hallway, and there were food and drink stops everywhere. But from the top deck there, from um, the, the patio looking out, you could see the sphere. And the sphere was like running ads for Pluto TV, yeah. how to lose a guy in 10 days, all these like weird old movies. And I was like telling Mike, I was like, how does Pluto afford to have commercials on the yeah. sphere, right? Like, <laughs> don't you think that's costing millions of dollars? Who who even watches Pluto TV? But the coolest thing about the sphere is, like I, like I said on Monday, when you were landing, all right, in the plane, when you're going down the last 15 minutes, you can see it. Like, it, 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 it sticks out like a sore thumb. Anywhere on the strip, you can kind of see it. And so it looks so cool from the outside. I, I can't even imagine what it's going to look like from the inside. Stop. I mean, what do you think it's going to be like? So I've seen inside videos. I watched a video about someone going through it. And, and I'd be more excited about the lobby. They have a bunch of, like, weird, cool technology in there. I know there's, like, an AI robot that you can, like, have a full conversation with. You should see if you can get him to give us a promo. <laughs> okay, that's a good bit. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm a little worried that I might get like motion sickness from <laughs> from the sphere because I I had heard that like th they can make it look like a rocket ship is taking off in the inside because the entire inside is like a giant TV screen. We went out to where Grant Paulson is staying last night at Circa, and that like kind of strip is called Old Vegas. That was so cool. There was like this giant mall area that is outside but has like a rooftop that's similar to the sphere where it like plays videos on it and you're looking up and you're, you're seeing promos for vegas and everything and i'm just, we're, we're talking to each other like man how cool would that be if you're hanging out in that little mall area and they were playing the super bowl above you and you like look up and you're watching patrick mahomes yeah. run for a <laughs> touchdown i mean this is really cool i do love the the moniker they're going with here for this super bowl of it's happening here you know, they, I just I really liked the whole concept concept of it. Like, it feels like Vegas has been preparing for this for more than ten years, and that was kind of the theme yesterday at the media night party. Was hey, welcome to Vegas. We're so proud to have you here. We're so proud of our Vegas Raiders and to host all of the biggest names in sports here for the big game. And you know, that's kind of the thing that I've noticed is that look, Vegas for years, for years was pushing for a team. Now they got multiple sports, right? And they got a football team. The the stadium was was freaking awesome, so state of the art. It's going to be awesome for the big game Sunday. And like all of the little things on the strip, like every single casino has been preparing for years for this big game. So everything's themed. You know, the drinks are themed. Uh, you know, there, there's just signs everywhere. Uh, we drove by the strip yesterday, and you can see CBS Sports is broadcasting live. They shut down part of the strip for their set. They're, you know, if, if you're a guest on their show, they're sending a limo to pick you up and bring you back. I mean, it's just crazy how everyone's gone all out for this big game here in Vegas between the Chiefs and the 49ers. We will be joined by Bill Roth for the Cowan Gates Hokies update at 1.30. I want to do a little Netflix at times here to mix it up, do a little non-sports dude food, talk movies, uh, television entertainment. Brian Mitchell, B. Mitch and Finley, they're interviewing Torrey Smith right now, former wide receiver in the NFL. I'm going to try to grab Brian for the 2.30 segment here 
on the fan. But when we return, I'm going to be joined by a former NFL player by the name of Ryan Keel, who was a four-year letterman at the University of Virginia, named second-team All-ACC defensive tackle in 1994, and then in 96 was signed as a free agent by the Washington Redskins. And look, I, I was just four years old at the time, uh, but I recognized the name. J.P. Finley was nice enough to bring him over and introduce us uh, to him. So he'll join us next here on The Fan. Talk a little UVA, talk a little Commanders, and of course, hyping up the big game. You're listening to the Bud Light Big Game Week here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now, at 105.1 FM. We're going to keep the phone lines open. If you want to chime in on the big game, if you want to chime in on the excitement here from Vegas, the terrible blackjack player yesterday that Michael talked about that literally had 20 and decided to split it when the dealer was showing 19. I mean, it's just crazy to me. I lost all my money uh, because of her there, and uh, so that kind of pissed us off, obviously. But, uh, yeah, so much going on here. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 833 804 Zero nine ten. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. 